Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by er, Northern MSU Northern's football coach, Jerome Sowers. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mitch. Awesome. So what kind of drove your passion to want to start coaching and, you know, continue to coach throughout your life here? Well, I, I, I was raised by a, a teacher, a biology teacher, football coach, and my dad. And so I've been going to football practices since I was five years old and, and then, uh, you know, got through high school and, and uh, uh, got into coaching in the, at the high school level. Did that for about eight years. And, and I, I really was just doing it until I figured out what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And so uh, <clears throat> it ended up turning into a job that I, you know, I could feed myself and feed my family. And then it grew uh, to where, you know, you could finally start to impact young people and, and so after eight years, I started into college football and, and uh, after a short stop at Western Washington University and Portland State University, I ended up in University of Montana in 1986. And, and that started a 12 year run for me, which was a, an amazing experience in the state of Montana. I knew you're Montana and, of course, northern Arizona after that. I didn't quite know about the. Um, other two stops before that that's pretty cool that you've had quite a few stops along the way well in, in this you know I, I <clears throat> there's no easy way around it I started as a as a you know young assistant GA and worked my way into you know into a situation where you're position coach and, and then became a defensive coordinator and then a head coaching opportunity came up and so uh, you know through a lot of hard work and and uh, a lot of uh, energy <laughs> It, we, we made it a, into a, a lifetime experience. So it's been a great career. That's awesome. So you've probably been asked this question a lot because I know you do interviews semi-often. What made you choose Northern as your next endeavor in your career? Well, I, uh, you know, I, I retired from uh, Northern Arizona University in, uh, in 2019. I worked for a year in development, trying to uh, work with uh, uh, indigenous initiatives, uh, you know, native kids going to, to college and mm-hmm. working on programs that supported that process and, and retention while they're at the university. And, and that was an interesting experience, worked with the Navajo tribe and the Hopi tribe. And, and then uh, I, I retired from that, ended up uh, moving back to Oregon. And, and my wife and I thought uh, we would, you know, we'd find something over there to do. So I ended up, you know, coaching small college at uh, Southern Oregon University. And <clears throat> and that opportunity presented itself and then COVID hit and, and uh, then I lost my wife, which was, it was an unexpected oh, tragedy. And, uh, and so I, instead of retiring, uh, you know, I, I, I had to resign from there. I just left that area and on the way uh, north, I got a call about this job and something in my heart said, you know what, 
you really want to retire? Are you really done with this? Or do you want to go out and find the hardest job you can do? You know, maybe the, the challenge of a lifetime. And at my age, it kind of, it kind of brought me back. And, and so I've loved the state of Montana. I was in Haver in 1986 and fell in love with the people of the town. And, and I, I've been thrilled to death to find out that, that it hasn't changed. You know, the, the, the best part of Haver is the people and, and uh, you know, it's a true, a true community in every sense of the word. And a lot of cities have changed. They've grown. They've gotten bigger. You know, they, they, uh, they aren't the same. But, but Haver is, and I, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying the experience so far. That's awesome. I have to say, you know, I'm from Great Falls, so I went up to Haver quite a bit because that's where my grandparents were. Um, it, it definitely has a sense of community that a lot of places don't have anymore. Yeah, I, I've been, uh, you know. <clears throat> through the Rocky Mountains and, and all the way west to the coast and and have been in a lot of communities and, and seen a lot of places. And it, it, this is a rare, rare community. And the fact that there's a, there's a sense of belonging, there's a sense of loyalty, there's a sense of uh, care. And, uh, and uh, you know, they, there's trust, uh, just the kind of uh, relationships with people that, you know, when you're in a crowded urban area, it's very difficult to achieve. And, and yet it is here. So, I love uh, I love what, the way it is, and I'm looking forward to immersing myself uh, into the community as a community member and, and being a part of this this very special uh, situation here. For sure. So Northern did a really neat thing in the last few years, and they built a football stadium on campus. How important is it to have your stadium right there on campus to help kind of just build that momentum for your program? Well, I think it's a, you know, you have to have a focal point uh, of, of your program, you know, where are you going to compete? And when you're not on campus, you lose some of that identity. Having it on campus is, uh, I'm sorry, there's somebody knocking at the door. No worries. Can we pause for a second? Yep. Okay. Perfect. So my next question is, you know, you've, obviously coached at multiple levels what's the differences between coaching at like northern arizona compared to like northern now well northern arizona is a, a big university you know there were twenty five thousand students there and so the you know the support buildings are different i mean the financial aid is in one area and and, and it's uh, it's very compartmentalized uh you know i i, I left i had uh, 18 staff uh, members on, uh, you know, in my program, uh, from full-time guys to, to quality control and graduate assistants and a full video crew, a full weight, weightlifting crew, um, and an equipment team that had about nine people. And, and so what's different is those people aren't here at this level. So we, we end up having to, you know, kind of like we go back to when you're, when you're coaching in high schools that we need to manage everything. So it's been in a way, uh, uh, refreshing that I, I, you know, because a lot of this, uh, the tasks I'm doing, I haven't had to do for probably 30 years and maybe longer. And so uh, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a little eye opening. I, I could say it that way, but I tell you what, what I found is that the, you know, the student athletes that are here are absolutely fabulous. Uh, they bought into what we're trying to do and, and they, they're working very hard and, and that we have kind of a, a culture of way we pitch in to get things done. And it's not all on the coaches and, and we're not all carrying bags. I mean, they, they take, they're taking really good care of each other and they're mm -hmm. helping, helping us run the program. So 
So our goal of having a player run program is, is taking place. They're really uh, learning to take charge and, and to develop leadership and, and, uh, and, a, and a sense of community within our, our football program. That's so awesome. So I looked at um, Northern's record last year and the games, and there were quite a few games and Northern was right in, you know, within a score or two. So how do you hope to build on that for this coming year? Well, I, building on it will be tough because about 30 plus players left the program. And so we, we you know, the, whatever the transition and, and things that occurred, you know, I don't have control over. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I, our first team meeting, we had 21 people, we're about 36 strong right now. And so we need to, we're recruiting, you know, we're recruiting to a number of 35 more guys. So we got to, we got to essentially rebuild the team. So what we're doing right now is, is building the core of the guys that are here, developing, you know, a team chemistry. And that starts with a connection, learning to communicate, learning to solve problems and conflict management, uh, you know, all the things you, you can't do with the phone, uh, they're learning to do face to face. And that, that's our, that's our process in building the team. And then when we get the rest of the recruits here, you know, in, in the summertime, then we'll add them to this mix, but it starts really with this core guys that have, that have stayed here. So from the standpoint of being able to, to develop momentum from last fall, it's, it's, it's a different, we're just developing our own momentum with the guys that we have and we're going to build on that. That's so cool for sure. So, you know, the frontier is a really good conference and really it's a lot of Montana. So how neat is it to play in a conference now that is like, I think there's five or six different teams in the state of Montana that you guys play against. How neat is it to, you know, have so many teams in Montana that you're playing? Well, you know, it's uh, a, <clears throat> in contrast to where I was at Northern Arizona university, where we had to charter and fly everywhere. It was, it's a lot different. And, and, and I have always envied what I call the bus conferences where you can bust where you're going and, right. and everywhere you go, you jump on a buses and, and you take your team there and, and then you're back and, and you don't have all the expense of air travel and, uh, and, and, and it's a pain to get all that stuff developed. And, and so, uh, so I'm kind of happy that we have, you know, uh, that kind of a scenario. We're not having to take huge long trips every week. And, and, uh, and so, so we're looking forward to the, the proximity and the familiarity that comes from competing against other teams in the same state. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought about that with, especially Northern Arizona, because it feels like Northern Arizona is kind of on its own little Island in the big sky. <laughs> Yeah, it, it wasn't, uh, you know, because you, you, you know, unless you're having a private charter, you have to fly to Phoenix and bus up. And so you right. have to add two hours to your trip both ways coming and going. And, and we finally got to the point where, um, you know, we were chartering uh, everywhere we went. But I mean, the, the, our, our travel budget one year was like $750,000, which uh, that's just to travel. That's not counting scholarships, not counting coaches' salaries, mm-hmm. not counting, you know, equipment. Uh, you know, your operation budget, uh, recruiting. And so it, it's, a, it's a little different deal here. And, uh, and, but we've adapted. What we really want to do is, is, you know, I've hired three coaches that have all division one experience. You know, we have 150 years of coaching experience on our staff. We want to, we want to bring a division one experience to the NAIA level. And, uh, and so we're, our expectations of the young men we have, we realize they're maybe not as big or fast or as talented as guys we've coached before. They're still young people. And they deserve mm-hmm. an opportunity. So what we're providing is an opportunity to learn the game mm-hmm. in a way that a Division One athlete does. And so 
I'm hoping that, that in recruiting, that's going to help us recruit, you know, young men that are looking for that kind of an experience. And, and I think that our staff is unique to, to very many in, at the NAI level. It's, it's, it's rare to get the kind of experience we have on our coaching staff. For sure. No. Um, so every college kind of has like their type of person that they want to recruit. What would you say is the um, perfect, I'm going to use that word just because I can't think of another one right now, perfect Northern Light recruit in your eyes? Well, it, it's, it's, you know, <clears throat> because humans are so unique, uh, it's difficult to find, you know, that perfect profile. And so, you know, we want character values that, uh, you know, academics are important. They have to be important in young men. They need to they want, they need to have a love for the game and a willingness to sacrifice to play at their, at their top level. So athletically becoming, you know, realizing your potential, you know, we're a firm believer that the, you know, the, the community aspect or the social aspect about learning how to, to conduct themselves with each other, with uh, the campus and with the community is a part of the experience. And, and one now that I'll call spiritual, and I don't say that as, as a, as a religious perspective, but more you know, what's their mental health? Are they happy? Are they, you know, with, uh, you, you listen to the, the national dialogue and it's, you know, it's, a, it's the, everybody's a new green deal, it's mask, it's vaccination instead. And yet our young people are, you know, are committing suicide at a rate that is frightening. And, right. and, and who's, who's, who, who's addressing that? And so we feel like that we're at the level where a lot of this occurs, where dealing with mental health, dealing with trauma, dealing with the, the difficulties of life, uh, especially coming out of COVID where, you know, everybody was separate or separated yeah. from each other is the loss of human connection, what happens. And so we're, we're working really hard to develop a platform of, of, of an awareness to mental health and how to practice good habits of communicating with each other, with your coaches. And when you're, when you're in trouble or having a difficult time, you know, the football culture has always been, you know, hey, keep it to yourself, you know, be tough and be a man. And right. But, you know, but, but, you know the young people today are, are coming up with you know, a lot of single parent families that, you know, and, and that's a that's a traumatic experience. There's a lot of violence today where young people are experiencing uh, death or suicide or other things in their peers. And and all this affects a young person when they get to college. That's traumatic in itself. So dealing with mental health, you know, depression, anxiety, and some of the things that are occurring uh, as coaches, we need to be more aware and we need to have a, a strategy and a, and, and a way to, to manage some of these issues to, to have a healthier team. For sure. No, that is. So, so that, those are the, those are the values that, that were, you know, that were important that we're looking for is, is an awareness of those things. But honestly, it's a, the personality of Haver and the high line is what we're looking for. We need guys that, that understand hard work. They're going to play in any kind of weather. You know, they, they understand the sense of community because that's the strength of the, of the high line. Mm -hmm. people, people look after each other. And so from a recruiting standpoint, you know, we want to own highway too. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to work down through the great falls and, and through Helena, Missoula, and we're going to circle the lake and, and work our way back through glacier. And that'll be the initial part, but it's a big state, you know, and, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of room to, a lot of, a lot of places to go. So, so tackling that, but we want a team that reflects the have a personality of hard work, loyalty, you know, the, the kind of uh, the kind of speak the truth uh, type of people. And, and, and it's a, a football team that our community will be proud of and embrace and, and, and would love to come watch compete. 
Well, that's awesome for sure. Um, you know, are there any final thoughts you want to, you know, just say to people that may not know a whole lot about Northern or the Haver community that's going to be watching this? Well, I, I know that, uh, you know, the, the last 20 years have not been kind to this program. And it's been really a difficult, uh, uh, a difficult tradition or, or you know, uh, we, we intend to reshape the culture of this program in a way that gives our, our, uh, our program an opportunity to flourish. And I really, truly, honestly, in my heart of hearts, believe it's not if it's going to happen, it's just when. And, uh, and when we get the right players and the right amount of them and develop them and stick to the plan, we're going to get we're going to be a competitive team in this conference. And in and, and this three win in four years is, is going to stop. We're going to we're going to be more competitive. I'm not promising anything yet, but I I, am, I know that we're going to be a lot better. At, uh, <clears throat> at handling the adversity that happens in a program, we're going to be a lot better in the fourth quarter when things are on the line and, and that, uh, you know, our, our keyword this year is finish and be able to finish everything we're doing. So I'm excited to be here. I know it's a, this is it's not going to be easy. It's going to take some time, but that's why we're here. You know, we're looking for a challenge and a, and a way to help young people. And uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens. Awesome. Well, Hey, I just want to thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure to speak with you and get to know you a little bit and, Hopefully the lights come down to Billings and play Rocky so I can come and watch you guys play. Well, Seth, it's not that far to come up here. So true. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate yep. That. Talk to you later.